Hello there, legends. Welcome to uh, another installment of FPL Face Off. Uh, this is the podcast where Jim Timms and I face off against the uh, perhaps the more casual player. Uh, and if there's anything to have learned from the season thus far, it's that being a casual is perhaps not too bad because uh, you join as I've had another stinker. But never mind. How are you, Jim? You good? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Uh, thanks, Fitz. Bit of a stinker for me as well this week. Oh. Uh, well, it's it's never yeah. good, is it? When in the in the preamble before we start recording, uh, our final words are, "Well, let's get this over with." Then, which was, uh, oh, mate, just don't, don't, yeah. don't get us wrong. We love we love podcasting, but honestly, oh, absolutely, on a week like this where you have a bad one, and you know, yeah. let's be honest, we've had our asses handed to us by the casuals this week. Not not by huge huge margins, but. Yeah. You know, we could be really um, flying the flag, being the kings and all, but uh, it hasn't happened so much for us this week. Do you want to talk talk over your uh, your week, Fitz? Uh, if I'm honest, not really, but I will. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I, I actually went out-out on Saturday. First, first time I've been out for, like, day drinks in goodness knows how long. And so, I, I, I'm not going to lie, football wasn't really kind of that high on my list of priorities, but um i had two free transfers i was umming and ahhing what to do i'd saved them until the deadline and i was going to just i was going to do son to saka uh play it safe i thought right tottenham they're not they're not going to be the same without madison uh let's let's do son to saka save the other free transfer so you can attack in the next week and for some reason literally 1058 uh, I I thought right. Do you know what? I'm going to put Solanke in. Solanke's playing Sheffield United. If he's going to he's going to do well, he's going to do well against Sheffield United. And I'm going to put in um, Eze for, because I thought right. Well, playing Luton. If if Eze is going to do well, he's going to do. And both of them absolute humdingers. Solanke, I think Bournemouth won three nil, did they? And he did nothing. And Eze yeah. went off injured. So. When it's yeah, when it's not going well, and and like I say, I kind of drunkenly checked in at, at like five six o'clock, and I was just literally in the middle of the pub, just went for fuck, pun my language, um, yeah, just just a a, a catalogue of errors, really, Jim. You close the app when uh, that's happening. I had a similar situation when I viewed my score over the weekend. I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to shut the app. I'm going to try and enjoy yeah. some football um, away from the FPL situation because. You know, it's just one of those weeks. Again, uh, we talk <laughs> about these. You make the decisions you made in terms of bringing in Solanke and Eze weren't bad decisions. I'm still thinking of bringing Solanke in. Um, Eze, unfortunately, looks now to be out definitely Good. for the next game. Well, he's 50%. He's flagged. Um, so 50% usually, I mean, mm. what four times out of five means is not going to play, uh, next game week. But, you know, Palace, you know they've got okay fixtures, I believe. Bournemouth well, have definitely got good fixtures. So. Yeah, that's that was that was my thinking to be honest. But you know it was in yet another week of poor um, bench choice. Douglas Louise on my bench was seven, which ah. would have been uh, equal with anyone else on my team. The frustrating thing, Jim. Uh, frustrating thing is, Jim. Like I, dro- I dropped Eric off at my parents uh, or my my dad's on Saturday, and I was listening to the football, Man City Liverpool. And when the game finished, I was like, oh, brilliant. I've got Haaland. I've got Salah. I've got two. This this could be the week where all my players get returns. And it went on that one of my players got a return. And that was Ollie Watkins. With uh, Did he get a goal? I think he got a goal, didn't he? 
yeah. and and that was it. And it's just yeah, super super duper frustrating. Yeah, and it's a lot of ones I see you've got there in your defence. A L- L- lot of ones kicking about. Yeah, my double yeah. palace um, defence has has not gone well. Uh, not at working all. out, is it? Yeah, they, uh, they were doing quite well, weren't they? A bit earlier in the season, and then since you got in that double defence, um, yeah. yeah, the curse, the curse is upon your team. It looks like in that situation, but and Son, yeah. you get Captain Son, I noticed which. I was listening to that game and he put the ball in the net three times, mm-hmm. you know, all disallowed for offside or um, someone else was offside, I think on his second goal. And yeah, just really, really unlucky, mate. I, you know, mm. I feel for you. I really do. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate it. Do you know what? I, I haven't even looked at my rank. I better do that now so I can update you all on, on where I'm at. But um, yeah, like 2.9 million. So uh, a long, 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 long way away from kind of where where I'd like to be. And unfortunately, now uh, massively below the average as well. So currently on 32 points with an average of 42 by the looks of it. So, uh, yeah, not not good. Uh, not a good day at the races for, for me. But never mind. And more importantly, how did you get on, my friend? Yeah, not great. Um, so I'm on currently on 41 points. Average is 42 I'll have Eddie and Ketia will come on for one point for me because uh, Jared Bowen didn't play. Um, so I think the average will end up probably 43 or 44 because mm. I don't think many managers have got Wolves or Fulham assets who are playing as we speak. Yeah, there won't um, be many, will there? So, yeah, average will be probably 43, 44, I'm guessing. Um, and I'll probably uh, just be shy of that, 42. Uh, not a great week for me, to be honest with you. I've got uh, Gabriel in defence and Saka in my, my midfield. So that sort of saved me a bit. Arsenal, mm. they both returned. Um, a captain, Salah, he, he got, got an assist in the end. Great game. Um, Liverpool City, or City-Liverpool, shall I say. Uh, but it just wasn't quite enough. Um, not having Haaland still probably hurting me. He slightly outscored Salah in the end with seven. And yeah, you know, I've got Son, he didn't return. Watkins returned five for me. And then Alvarez, I've got up top for City still. Mm. Um, and he didn't bring me anything. Oh, Pedro Porro got an assist uh, for Spurs. So that helped me out. But otherwise, it's all blanks, really. So yeah, 41 points, uh, 42, it will be total. I didn't make any transfers Lovely. because I, yeah, I, I, I held off. This international breaks it, for me. It felt like a long time this time round, so I, I managed to stay away from from FPL as best I could, and thought, right, okay, I'll just set up my team best I can. I, I knew I had some injury worries, um, i.e. Bowen, and then uh, Gabriel Jesus is fit again, so bringing in Enketia hasn't worked out for me at all. I'm, ve- I'm very sorry uh, to interrupt you. Live, live breaking news. It's uh, the 93rd minute of Fulham Wolves. Uh, there's been, I believe, two penalties. Yeah, um, William scored a penalty, Huang scored a penalty, and Fulham have just been given a penalty in the 93rd minute. Eesh, wow. wow. Far out. But as you say, probably not uh, too too much of a kind of um, impact on the old FPL. Although there are people in my league, um, you know, the little league I've got with the um, with the boys, uh, yeah, Bastian, who's absolutely smashing it. Of course, he's got Huang He Chan. Has he now? Yeah, mate. That's a bit of good foresight from uh, 
bestie on there. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he, doing doing very, very well. As we mentioned, I'm delighted before, for him. Yeah, Pedro, <laughs> of course you are. Pedro yeah. Neto, you know, injured, you know, long-term-ish. So, you know, the uh, Wang was a, a decent replacement, but I think you and I both discussed that, didn't we? And we were like, wow, it's a punt at best. Yeah, and yeah. Like he might be returning, you know, and Wolves are, Wolves are doing quite well, so... I, I have had Huang in. Like I remember playing FIFA a couple of years ago, and he there was a card that was a Huang card, and I was like, "Oh, he looks great!" And so I put him in my team, and he did all right for a couple of weeks, and then just yeah, totally, totally kind of off the off the boil. But if he's taking pens, then you know, yeah, as well, but, as well. So and you know, Wolves seem to be scoring. Um, yeah, yeah, they're letting in goals as well, but they, mm. they seem to be you know bagging at least a couple of games. So. You know that's that's not to be sniffed at, really. Um, I still I still don't want any Wolves assets. So, no, no. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, just very briefly on that subject. So Gary O'Neill, you've got to admit, has done a hell of a job there. Yeah. Um, they were in absolute turmoil kind of at the start of the season, and um, yeah, he's a he's shaping up to be a very good manager. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, he's done a really really good job there. He should be proud. Did you uh, did you watch much of the football? Or did you get to see much of the football over the weekend? I didn't. Unfortunately, I missed match of the day. I caught a little bit of it on Sunday morning, but um, I have a son who is a toddler, so <laughs> you know, trying to watch match of the day and sort of wrangle. You're you're either too tired by the time it comes on on Saturday, or you uh, are too he, distracted. <laughs> he's absolutely wonderful, but he's a maniac. So uh, yeah, yes. you know, I'm basically trying to save his life uh, whilst <laughs> he's to football because he's trying to stick his fingers in plug sockets and things like that. So uh, I did. I managed to see most of the Liverpool um, Liverpool match uh, against Man City, which was great, excellent game. Um, mm. Frustrating as a Liverpool fan, I always want more, but that's uh, well, you know. Man City had a hundred percent record at the Etihad this year. They'd won literally every single game, so to take points off them at all is is very impressive. Oh um, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh yeah, great. I, I was really stoked actually, like with the result. One one's great. You just want to win, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, it was a great uh, chance taken. Uh, Salah through to Trent. And one of my immediate thoughts was, oh, I wish I had Trent Alexander-Arnold in my team. But you know, considering he's like what eight eight million, like you, yeah. you can't really, you can't really justify that that cost. Yeah. I don't think um, enough. So, although no. saying that, that does segue us on to um, who's got some good fixtures coming up. And mm. looking at that, Liverpool are amongst them. You know, they've got a, a good run coming up. I think so. I, I, can I, tell I tend you, to. Uh, I can tell you who they've got, my friend, yeah, in the too. next. So they've got Fulham, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, Man United, Arsenal, Burnley. So in the short term, not too bad. Um, yeah. Man United, uh, as a Man United fan, obviously the last few seasons have filled me with terror going to the idea of going to Anfield. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll perhaps come on to the Man United game in a minute because I, I watched that and I, I, I have some thoughts. Um, yes. Yeah, so the the other thing I was going to say is that with um, the fixtures coming up, I've got two transfers to make. So, like I mentioned uh, earlier, Dominic Solanke, Bournemouth have got some good fixtures. I'm not completely sold on them. I think they're doing pretty well. Um, and the other team I was looking at with a bit of a keen eye is Newcastle now that Alexander yeah. is fit again. 
That's so, a massive, massive difference for for them, yeah. Because they've they're United, Everton, Tottenham, Fulham, Luton, Forest. So, yeah, but the way they are, like beating Chelsea four one, is is not to be sniffed at at all. Oh no, no, no way. So yeah, good, good shout. Um, I I saw just very briefly back on the city thing. I saw a very interesting article about Bernardo Silva, and mm. uh, like from an FPL point of view, you wouldn't kind of necessarily put him in your team because he doesn't seem to to do much but in terms of the way he like pulls strings and makes them tick he's he's a very very impressive player he's he's one of those almost complete footballers you watch him play and like you say pull strings quite an unsung hero um just he's just about he's completely about like yeah. everywhere you look and he can really influence a game mm. he's sort and of it does um, it does pop up with goals as well ever so often yeah but... exactly yeah yeah he's amongst it isn't he and, yeah. and when he's when he's on which is often um or, or maybe it's to do with whether you know city is set up in a certain way and obviously yeah. he's on the pitch like, like he's phenomenal and you sort of think ah and there's i mean how old is he now is he getting on a bit I don't know. Um, let me ask Siri. How old is Bernardo Silva? Um, for some reason, my volume is very low, but 29. So, oh, okay. yeah. Sorry, I, I take kind that of, back. Kind of prime. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's much younger than I thought he was, actually. No no offence there, Bernardo Silva, if you're listening. Can you imagine if, if, if of all the Premier League players, Bernardo Silva was was the one kind of Premier League footballer <laughs> we had regularly listened to the pod? Hey, you never know. Fitz. You do. You absolutely. Know. Absolutely. But, yeah. <laughs> so, well, maybe maybe I had that in my head because maybe there was a time where um, Pep wasn't favouring him. Uh, so yeah, much yeah. But it, up, so. it did look like he was going to go at one point. But That's right. Um, that's right. And, and yeah, he he's, can be prolific, right? So, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's definitely someone worth considering. I, I'm still scared of Pep Roulette, even though it's not been such a factor this season. I, yeah. I don't think. I probably no, no. due to his selection, like as he's got le- a lesser selection. Their bench is still deep, but um, he hasn't rotated as as much as I thought he would. So, no. you know, yeah, he's got potential there. I think as a, a decent midfield asset. Well, it was it was interesting on the radio because they were saying um, about how City's bench was really poor. And I look at the bench, uh, I'm just, just getting it up now. Uh, so on their bench, they had Oscar Bob, who's, who's young, Gomez, who's young, but Guardiola, Rico Lewis, Calvin Phillips, John Stones. I'd say there's probably £200 million worth of players on that bench. And, uh, and cool that for them is poor. Yeah. So wow. I, think I think they're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, they'll be okay, I'm sure. Until they get relegated, of course, because uh, the big news as well that's happened this week uh, since we last recorded is Everton getting deducted 10 points, uh, yeah. which is a, a, a wonderful segue into the Everton-Man United game. Um, just very quickly, what are your thoughts on the on the points deduction and, yeah, the potential situation now? Well, it's it's a sizable deduction, isn't it? 10 points, it seems quite savage. So, I mean, to sum up, they've been caught, um, what is it, in in sort of bad financial dealings, was it? Something along those lines? Yeah, so um, my my understanding, and I don't don't know very much about it at all, but my understanding is, so 
because the, the question obviously was why have Everton got this, but City have got 115 charges against them and, and nothing's happened. And um, there's a podcast with Gary Lineker and Shearer and Mika Richards called um, The Rest is Football. And they had someone on who's like a football finance expert. And basically he, he was saying that the Everton charge came came about maybe like six months ago or whatever, because it's one charge in one area. It was relatively easy to kind of say, yeah, that's that's it. And they decided it was 10 points, which is, as you say, massive. It's a massive, massive kind of impact. Yeah. Um, with City, they've got 115 charges ranging in uh, five different kind of categories of charge. So it's not so simple, but he genuinely seemed to think that the only way that it could be kind of fairly punished would be a relegation, which would be amazing. I would love, love, love to see that happen, but I don't know that I can see it happen because, you know, it's, it's unprecedented. This isn't relative though. This is not relative at all. Like, you should it should be you should be looking at it more like okay well if that's you know ten ten points per per punishment and well, you know absolutely got, <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, yeah that's an absolutely abolishment of of the whole football club sure yeah, yeah. the other and thing is, is that everton they were caught out and uh, fair enough um they've done wrong, but mm. they have their hands up. I know yeah, yeah. that there's like, you know, you can say, look, you're only holding your hands up and because you've been caught. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if if City's um, accusations turn out to be, you know, true, then... Which which you'd think with, with a hundred, like, I, I get innocent until proven guilty, but also there's no smoke without fire. And with 115 different charges, like that is... Yeah. I mean, the issue is here is that us speculating can't cannot help the issue because we don't know anything about it. Oh, of course. The other thing is, is yeah, yeah. I think even the best football pundits they know yeah. a good amount, but nobody yeah, yeah. really knows about what's going on behind closed doors. I don't no. know what they've got in there. I'm guessing there's forensic accountants who have been in and and will be doing a job, mm. and that that process will be absolutely huge whether that's all been done and then now it's going into a system of another you know another stage or what have mm. you but uh, i mean the whole thing is it seems ludicrous really um it would think, it would know, um so so sorry to interrupt just just um uh, a quick thought like fr- from an fpl point of view it would it would make the game interesting in that you know there would not a it would make the title race a little bit more interesting in terms of kind of who could could win that but also you know there's so many amazing assets at city uh well, would there still be if they were relegated it would be fascinating to see and as a man united fan i'm here for it sure man i, I, I bet <laughs> you are i am too though to a point i just think if you have done Underhand oh. things, you've done naughty things, then absolutely you could be punished for it. And there, there and has to be a punishment. All the money yeah. in the world should not be able to save you. I, I'm sorry, yeah. but you know, no, no, I agree. If you don't, if you don't play fair, then yeah, you know, yeah. get out. You know, you deserve like, it. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, couldn't um, agree more. And um, the other thing is, I will say this: like, I, I think the thing with Everton is everyone seems to have a, a kind of a boatload of sympathy for them. I think there's there's various factors to that. One is. You know, everyone likes Sean Dyche. I think that's fair to say. That's one. Yeah, yeah. The other one is, is that you you can't help but compare it to someone like City. Mm. And in that respect, Everton are just being punished straight away. City's mm. like, oh, we've got all this red tape and it's going to take ages for, yeah, for us yeah. to come to a decision, blah, blah, blah. 
and everyone loves an underdog. So I'm a Liverpool supporter. Even I'm I'm gunning for Everton to stay in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just feel sorry for them. I yeah. feel bad for them. I think I think that's it's just a bit harsh, really. It really is. It really is. And when, you're right. When, like when you're a club like Everton and ten points puts you from kind of relative comfort in mid table to straight back in the relegation zone. Like that is that is a big kind of that does have a massive impact on on the team. If they take yeah. ten points off City, you know, it's it yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens because you know, they have to be punished accordingly. Um so so on mm. the subject of Everton then, uh so I uh like I say had a bit of a bit of a late night on Saturday and uh, roused myself in time to watch the the game. Have you seen we might as well talk about the goal. Have you seen the goal? I have seen the goal. Um Wow. Yeah. What a beauty. What a beauty. I mean, it's the sort of thing you watch it and you, and you see it happening and it's in slow motion, really, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- I think the there's obviously lots of comparisons. Gary Neville said at the time he thought it was better than Rooney's. And, you know, considering kind of Garnacho had to go like four or five steps towards the edge of the box to then kind of get into a position and to yeah. hit it the way he did. Like, yeah, absolutely sublime. I, I haven't seen a goal like that since I scored one for Honiton under nines uh, <laughs> many, many moons ago. <laughs> well, you know, you're probably, that's probably the only one you'll get as well. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. yeah, no, when those things happen, they're pretty special and that sort of uh, one of, just one of the many facets of football that we just lo- we absolutely adore, isn't it? So we yeah. you know, we count ourselves lucky as a viewer to to witness something like that, whether it's on telly or or you know, yeah, yeah. or live. If you're lucky enough to be in a stadium when something like that happens, then yeah, good for you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, on on the subject of Man United, then, so um, you know, we are most of us probably are without Man United assets, and with good reason, based on kind of how the season's gone so far. We are sixth. We are top of the form guide, which is absolutely bonkers to me. Um, but but that is that is where we are uh, fixture wise. Man United have got Newcastle away, tough game. Chelsea at home could be a tough game. Bournemouth, Liverpool away, West Ham, Villa. So it's a tough run. Um, but the two the two players for me who made the biggest impact and who I was so pleased to see back were Luke Shaw and um, Kobe Mainu. Now, Kobe Mainu is 18 years old, looked absolutely mustered on pre-season, then got a really unlucky injury against uh, Villa. I don't know if you've kind of seen any of like his highlights or anything, but for yeah, 18, yeah. he looked unbelievably composed. Yeah. It is, um, yeah, it's a really, a really good time to kind of have have those two back. And it was interesting with Garnacho because, like Rashford and Gar- um, Shaw have such a good relationship, but obviously Garnacho played on the left and, and Rashford on the right. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how we how we progress moving forward. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. He's a wonder kid, really, isn't he? And mm. uh, you know, it, he's definitely firmly in that next big thing bracket. Um, like you say. To have someone that composed at that age is yeah. rare. I think it's becoming more and more less rare, perhaps, um, mm. for one reason or another. I think that's probably the way the game has changed. Players are sort of protected and they are dr- really, really well drilled. Whereas yeah. you know, back in the day, everything was a bit looser, wasn't it? You know. Um, but yeah, these guys are regimented, and and yeah. But anyway, he looks 
he looks really special. Something to be quite excited uh, for as a United supporter, I bet, hey? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just uh, going to have a, I don't think Kobe Mainu is going to be one that necessarily people will go for in their FPL teams uh, because he's more of a kind of holding midfielder. But if yeah. we do look at um, them, so you've got uh, oh, Sancho, God, it annoys me so much. So Kobe Mainu, 4.4 million owned by 0.1% of the game. I'm surprised yeah. it's that high, to be honest. Um, and Garnacho, 1.3%, and he's 47 uh, Obviously, it's way too early to be kind of thinking about jumping on to Man United bandwagons. But like I say, from as a, as a fan, it was just really good to see some form of kind of play happening and, and things are starting to look a bit more like a football team again. Sure. I, I, I'll tell you something. If your fixtures were looking a bit better, mm. I'd probably jump on Luke Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not really in the position where I'm looking in that direction, but if, if I were, if I were a United supporter and I didn't have much else to do or much else to change in my team, I'd definitely be tempted because yeah. we know what he can do. And if he's back to full fitness, mm. then yeah, you know, Who he knows? could do. Could have some big returns. We, you know, we've seen it before, right? We've seen it before, absolutely. Um, and he is available for a cut price. Um, it's probably going to be at least five. Yeah, five point two. Um, so three percent of people own him. So either that's three percent of people who've kind of moved really quickly, or um, not, you know, not moved on at all. Um, bother, yeah, yeah. On the subject of not moving on at all. So my brother sent me this. Um, he is in a group. Uh, with a load of his mates from Sidmouth and one of them is called Mullet. That's his that's his official name. Now Mullet hasn't made a single transfer all season. He sits top of their league by by some margin and he's he's got three red flags in his team, but he's still top of the league. Uh it's it's absolutely unbelievable to see. Um <laughs> It's like uh, uh, the the time that we spend thinking about this and then someone just yeah. sets up a team and they're top of the league. Um, he's got Isak coming off his bench this week. So his score will be 49 for the week uh, oh, wow. with, with, with literally nothing. Uh, like, what's the point? What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> Run me through the scene. Uh, so he's got Ramsdale in goal, which in itself is mental because obviously he hasn't played much with yeah. Raya. Um, who's his vice captain, by the way, uh, Fabian Shah and Trippier. Then he's got Webster and Holgate for Brighton and um, Everton, both of whom are red flagged. Uh, he's got Saka, Martinelli, Son, Eze, Harland, Watkins. And then his bench is uh, Sanchez, Trusty, uh, Freeman, who's red flagged, and Isaac. So, mm. I mean... It, it it beggars belief that you can do so well with without making any kind of transfers as well, particularly with the red flags that are going on. In fairness, he's set up relatively. He's he's more or less set up there, like almost like he had no intention of um, yeah changing the play. team. Yeah, like yeah. Who, he's got some solid names in there who give FPL returns, as well as a couple of uh, kind yeah. of Deadwood players who are going to stay on the yeah. bench. And yeah, but obviously red flags happen and and whatnot. So it, it does go to show. Doesn't seem to affect him. 
<laughs> no. Well, good for him. Wow. Yeah, Although yeah. his rank is, I bet it's probably pretty good. I'd like to know, yeah. He's, um, well, like I say, he's in my brother's, my uh, a couple of leagues with my brother, and he's he's way out in front, apparently. So, yes, um, but, I, but I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> so, let's have a, a quick look ahead to the uh, fixtures next week. Uh, so, Arsenal Wolves, Brentford Luton, Burnley, Sheffield United, Forest Everton, and then Newcastle Man United on the Saturday. That is the big one. Um, and then Bournemouth Villa, Chelsea, Brighton, Liverpool, Fulham, West Ham, uh, Palace, and then Man City, Tottenham, which will be very interesting. Any thoughts with your two free transfers? Um, I, I'm thinking about actually giving it a bit of a shake up. I might wait an extra week. Um, and just do the one transfer this week, and then I might do a, a two or three. I, I, I'm starting to get to a point where I think my team's going a little bit stale. Um, Alvarez, uh, DRB. Considering how, how he was essential at the start, he's really kind of yeah. dipped off. Yeah. Fallen off. Nketiah now, Jesus is back, so I'm worried there about minutes. Um, uh, happy enough with my keepers and my Arsenal assets. Jared Bowen, I've got half an eye on as well. It doesn't look like he's going to play next week. We'll see, but yeah, um, I think he's got a more significant injury than we first thought. So the other thing I've got to decide is whether I have a, a good old shake around and try and get Haaland back in the team. Um, that really does mean I'd probably be sacrificing least one player so mm. you know um getting in a four a four or a 4.5er who may or may not play um, well, so- City's run so you've got Tottenham Villa which are two like quite tough games they're both teams that could kind of go at them Luton yeah. um then they've got Palace but then they've got a blank in game week 18 so yes um but yeah as you say it's, well it's I, don't, I don't mind that because Part of that would be I'd be getting rid of Alvarez if I'm if I'm bringing in Haaland yeah. I'm getting rid of Alvarez for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure because the other thing is is looking. I was looking at the fixture ticker and really, I might be tempted to do two or three transfers. But like I say, shake it up a bit. But bring in, uh, may, maybe bring in Simicass as well for right. Liverpool. Liverpool assets, uh, Newcastle assets. Yeah. West Ham as well. I mean, I could downgrade Bowen, but I'd, I'd really rather not get rid of him. But you know, now could be the time. And yeah, I've got to kind of just I've got to have a little, a good old look around there. Fitz, I, I've had a little look, but I, I it's hard these situations because you are doing, you're making multiple transfers potentially, and I can't quite see what I want to do at the moment. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Well, you you've got options. That's the that's the key thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the frustrating thing with with uh, having a look at my team, having brought Eze in and for him to be injured now is very frustrating. Ankle injury, you know, he's one of your best players. You're probably not gonna probably not gonna risk him. God knows what the thinking yeah. was to bring him in, but never mind. Um, yeah, I mean, I've. I kind of, I kind of hate my team to be honest, but never mind. Uh, we we'll see. If I can, I'd like to try and. Um, hold a transfer to give me give me some options but uh you know looking at the palace double defense they've got west ham bournemouth so you know 
West Ham are capable of scoring goals. Bournemouth, I've got Solanke, so I want them to score goals. It's uh, yeah, it's a difficult, difficult position to be in with a few little fires to to put out. But uh, I yeah, think we'll, I think you yeah. might be. Right. I was just looking at your team. I think you're okay for a week to build your transfer back up again. Douglas Louise on the bench. He can come back on as a. You can bench him. You've got Simicass on the bench. Liverpool got a nice fixture next week. They've got Fulham. Yeah. So, you know, you've got players who will play as well. So, the frustrating thing as well, or one of many, many frustrating things with this game, of course, is that um, you look at the team and like week before last or whatever it did it did all right and it's broadly kind of you know you've got i've got 84 points the week before uh which was i I know obviously it's it's all down to kind of the luck of the draw but yeah we'll see we'll see but um yeah so decisions to be made if i can hold i'd certainly like to hold but we will uh we'll see how we get on yeah man I think we're a bit, we're both a bit disheartened this week, aren't we? It's it's been a disheartened it. kind of uh, pod, but that's it. We're still here, we're still fighting, and uh, we do not, we we go again. Uh, we do not let this slip and all that. Too right, mate. Too right. Too right. Uh, well, been a pleasure to see you as always, my friend, and thank you to you, uh, the listener, for joining us. Uh, we will be back, hopefully, feeling a little bit better next week. Uh, but for now, thank you very much and goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.